following podcast contains adult themes, sexual content, and strong language. Basically, all the good stuff. Kiddywinks, how are we both? Alice, you've looked at me very oddly. I don't think we should carry that on as a thing. Are you you calling us Kiddywinks? I'm just trying to have some fun. Welcome back to my dad wrote a porno. It's episode three. How are we? Yeah, well, had a massage at the weekend, so I feel fighting fit and ready to go. And you had a face rub, which I've been advertising for a long time now. I really, really do recommend a face rub. You get your face smacked about a bit. I do, I do. And (laughs) I think I look the better for it. Yeah, don't you go to a woman who literally just punches you in the face a lot? Yeah, and there's another one that sticks her hands in your mouth and stretches it out. Oh, bloody hell. What's What's the the point in that? Pick up yourself, Michaela. Um, Yeah, she um, gets in... (laughs) Michaela Strachan. (laughs) It's not actually Michaela Strachan from The Really Wild Show. Um, Yeah, she goes inside your mouth... And like fully, her whole body. No, she just she just hands. Right. Um, just and, fingers, I'd imagine. Yeah, sorry, just fingers. <laughs> whole fist. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. She punches you in the jaw from within. No, she like stretches out your face because something about like you don't stretch out your face enough or something. That's interesting. Mm, yeah. I've never thought you needed a larger mouth. So that, that is weird. You get that. Yeah, done. it hasn't bounced back. It's just remained quite slack. <laughs> um, I'm just wondering if we're still going to be at the wedding. Well, do you think the chapter title will help with that? Huh? Do you have the chapter title? James, I have the chapter. <laughs> for that. That's what we're here to do. Um, I like that we've kind of prepared for the wedding in reverse. What you you went on like a sort of like hen retreat. That's why you had the face rub. Yeah, I did just go on my sister's hen. I was the gay on a hen do. Oh, it, it actually was. You were with the Glee team. It was me and the Glee team. The Nottingham Glee team. Doing Ritz Bar Gossip <gasps> at a spa. Of course it was. Um, yeah, gay on a hen do. So always swore I'd never be the gay on a hen do. And now I've been the gay on a hen do. Can you stop saying gay on a hen do? That, um, that's what my mum said. <laughs> Can you stop saying it and stop being it? Um, <laughs> did you go to the mudroom? No, there wasn't a mudroom. Oh, Shocker, because yeah. they're not real things, are they're they? They're mudroom. Oh, are they? No, I don't know. I thought that was just something that my dad made up. What I've realised now, though, at a spa, all you do for most of the day is just sweat. So boring, It's yeah. just a lot of hot rooms where you just sweat. Yeah, I guess it is. Hot rooms with different smells. Oh, my God, there's a salt room. Jesus Christ, nearly choked. What's a salt that? salt room. Just salt in the air. And then there was a lovely one with rose. There's a vinegar one. Salt and vinegar room. <laughs> Roast chicken room. <laughs> cheese and onion room. <laughs> Sounds horrible. Why it, would you do that? No, it was lovely. I had a lovely day. Um, so the chapter is called Cubicle Confessions. <laughs> right. Cubicle Confessions. So we might be still at the wedding. We might not be still we at the wedding. We might be in a changing room. <laughs> well, I was going to say, where are their cubicles? Because I was thinking of those little cubicles that um, American offices have. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Like office cubicles. Yeah. I was thinking, yeah, fitting room or changing room cubicles. Yeah. Okay. Toilet cubicles. Toilet cubicles. Because girls love to chat in the loo, don't they, James? You oh, should my know. God. Natter, natter, natter. <laughs> Shut up. Mm-hmm. So, uh, where were we? That the like the cake had been pretty much ruined. Mm. She bumped into Jim. Oh my God! Tony's like long lost brother turned up. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Belinda's going to shag him at some point, surely. He doesn't look well, that man. Well, I think it would be impolite for her not to, because that is her way of kind of welcoming <laughs> someone into the fold. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> that's her way of going like, oh, do you know Jane? Oh, do you know Dave? She just I, shags him. I've shagged him. Yeah, yeah, yeah many times. <laughs> she has to see every single inch of someone's body before she can really be friends with them. Yeah, 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 totally. And of course, we haven't found out who the special one is yet. I know. And also, that kind of whole thing has just taken a back seat. So I'm hoping that there's going to be some sort of intrigue. Well, from the chat site, like, I can't tell if we're still there or not. So. Mm. Cubicle, cubicle. Cubicle. Well, should we just dive in? Let's dive in. I see no other way. Belinda blinked four. 
Chapter 3 Cubicle Confessions Belinda Blumenthal slinked into her seat, carefully tucking her designer white linen sheet around her sexual body. I forgot she's wrapped in that tablecloth. It's not designer, it's a tablecloth. Look, if she wants to believe that she's in designer sheets, let her believe that. She was in a designer dress, but she had that torn asunder, didn't she? Do you think she's grabbed a pen and written Gucci up the side? (laughs) And she's wearing a sexual body. Um, Yeah, sexual body Sexual body's on. (laughs) Just as Sir James was wrapping up his best man's speech. Sir James was the best man? Is that his only friend? Oh, Tony's right. They're all such losers. They're very much in the family, aren't they? Like, Work it's a bit like life. the mafia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. If you aren't in steals, you're dead to me. Sir James and Tony aren't related anyway, are they? Don't think so. But Sir James is the... Chairman. Chairman of Steel's Pots and Pans. Of course he is, Alice. Um, so, um, <laughs> How did I remember that? <laughs> Jesus. And of course, it is tradition to have the chairman of your company as your best man. No, but I'm sure they're very chummy because of that. You know, they've got to know each other over the long period. Of time. Well, potentially, um, I might be overstepping the mark here, but potentially Sir James is a kind of father figure for Tony. Yeah, maybe. I mean, obviously, Tony's father is there, but <laughs> a father figure. So, in conclusion... There shouldn't be a conclusion. It's not a dissertation. The findings show they're in love. I'd like to thank all the hangers-on. <laughs> Bridesmaids. Hangers-on. Ushers. Etc. <laughs> Sir James bowed, curtsied, and bowed again. <laughs> oh, it's a classic bow, curtsy, bow. Bow, curtsy, bow, wow, bow, wow. <laughs> he bowed, he curtsied, he bowed. But, and this needs to be said, as you all know, Tony and Giselle are two very key members of the Steel's Pots and Pans organisation. It's not a conference. This is not the moment for it. Without them, pot sales wouldn't be up by an amazing 550%. No, that's Belinda. Give the woman credit. And also, Mm. what does that mean, that they sold one pan before they arrived? (laughs) 550%. So wait, let's do some maths here. How many pans and pots, pans and or pots, (laughs) do we think have been sold in these books? Have been sold. Because I don't think that it was that many. No, because these are also early deals, so it's kind of like tentative deals. It's like take a little taste. a punt. They're not going to be ordering, you know... 10,000 units at this stage. So what? It was a two and a three, a five and a four. Yeah, something like that. So what? So what? Let's say like 15,000? Yeah, 15, that sounds fair. Basically less fair. than she gave away at the O2. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. Because I remember that being an absolute shocker. Okay, so if I right. do my calculations... So what are the calculations? How do you do it? What, so you, what are you doing? I'm trying to find out what they sold last time. And this yeah. is 550% more. than more. So what's that 5.5 times the amount? Is it? I don't know. I don't know either. <laughs> do you divide it by 550 and times take away it birthday. by... Take away birthday and times it Was by Was this 70. your card? <laughs> okay, let's just try that. So that would suggest that usually, or last year even, mm. they sold 2,700 pots and pans internationally. So, so a pan per employee, basically. But also they gave away 20,000. So take off 20,000. Okay, minus 20,000. So <laughs> We're into the minuses. Minus 17,000 <laughs> pots and pans. No, I'm sorry, only pots. 
Oh, sorry. This is just pots. Well, they've got a real deficit on the pots. Let's hope the pans <laughs> came in. Well, Alice, without them, pot sales wouldn't be up by an amazing 550%. Griddles wouldn't be up <laughs> by 327%. Okay, get the griddles sums Okay, going. come on. No, we don't know about griddles. And don't even get me started on the brazier pans. <laughs> We'll be here for hours. Please get started on the brazier pan. <laughs> I've never even heard of a brazier pan. What is a one? brazier pan? I don't know. Brazier. You're good at cooking. A things brazier out. pan. Oh, was it a boob pan? <laughs> it's a portable heater consisting of a pan or stand for holding lighted coals, aka a barbecue. <laughs> oh, it's a barbecue. Is it? <laughs> they they don't sell barbecues. barbecues. Oh, they've branched out steels. No. Of course, you can increase your sales stats if you start selling things that aren't pots and pans. <laughs> Next thing they'll be like, our sales on villas have gone through the. Do they sell like bed pans and like other types of pan? Maybe pan pipes. Pan pipes! <laughs> <laughs> and don't even get me started on the brazier pans. Belinda whistled through her clenched teeth. All this talk of pans was making her labia gently sweat with pre cum. Oh, oh my, my God. God. So she's pots and pansexual. <laughs> She's really into it, isn't she? <laughs> so maybe it isn't the people that she's attracted to all this time. Maybe it is just the cookware. Yeah. Have we talked about it before? There are people who fall in love with inanimate objects. Yeah, someone fell in love with the Eiffel Tower. Yeah, another woman had a long-term ongoing relationship with the pavement. Someone's married a tree. <laughs> and there was a woman who like really liked fences and she was like, I didn't know there'd be a fence here. <laughs> Starts rubbing herself on this fence. Oh, is that all fences she finds attractive? All fences. She must have a type, though. Picket fence, yeah, barbed surely. wire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe not barbed, barbed wire. wire. <laughs> the dark and dangerous type. <laughs> That's the kinky kind of fence. So do you think she's that? Does it have a name? Yes, it does. Um, objectum sexuality. Objectum sexuality. It's, wow. not, it's not the most inventive name. <laughs> I feel like if there were more people into it, it might get a better name. Yeah, if you haven't watched it, Married to the Eiffel Tower is the name of the you watch some really weird shit, James. It does exactly what it says on the tin, though. There is another one called Strange Love, colon, My Car is My Lover. Oh, yeah, she loved the exhaust. But my... Oh, bet she did. Bet she did, don't you, bitch? Um, I don't understand <laughs> with these things is how can the Eiffel Tower consent to the relationship? And what if more than one person's married the Eiffel Tower? Is the Eiffel Tower a bigamist? Do we really think more than one person is married to the Eiffel Tower? <laughs> no, but I'm sure in that documentary she wasn't the only one. Oh, my God. It's an adulterer. James, under French law, actually, under French law, you can probably marry as many people as you want. <laughs> as many towers as you want. <laughs> yeah. Do you think sometimes she looks at it and she's like, oh, it's looking real fit tonight? Oh, yeah, when it like sparkles. Yeah, because oh, oh. it does look quite nice yeah, at night. Yeah, it looks really fit. She's dressed up nice. God, her at New Year's Eve. <gasps> Fuck me. Oh, my God. She'll be spraying like a fountain. <laughs> oh. Think of the pre-cum. <laughs> Don't, don't. Where did your dad learn about pre-cum? Well, I don't know, but women can't pre-cum. But where did he learn about it, the phrase full stop? <laughs> well, that's a good question. He might have been doing some research. Mm-hmm. So do we think Belinda's got a bit of a pots and pan kink? A fetish. She does get off on sales, don't forget. That's true. So the mention of all those stats maybe that. Oh, maybe it was, it was a stats yeah, more than yeah, yeah, the pans. Yeah. She likes success, doesn't she? That yeah. gets her going. And... To be sure, all the food we are consuming today has been prepared on our very fine quality, yet affordable cookware. (laughs) Wait, to ensure what? Now they can't sell all those pans that they've used for the wedding. (laughs) The whole thing's a fucking sponsorship event. Tony whispered to his new beloved, 
He's doing a dry run of the AGM speech next week, oh, the cheeky old bugger. He's test driving the AGM speech on the wedding party. <laughs> Everybody that will be at the AGM is at this event. I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> so maybe he's just trying to impress people before they get to the AGM. He knows which side his bread's buttered. And then he's griddled it on the griddle pan. Yeah, he's made a lovely croque monsieur. <laughs> Which he'll eat under the Eiffel Tower, his new wife. <laughs> um, Giselle grinned through the divine shaved lime pie she was tucking into. Sorry? <laughs> sorry, sorry, what? She's got a mouthful of cake. <laughs> yeah. The what lime pie? Shaved lime pie. Shaved lime? Yeah. What do you mean? Maybe it's got like shavings of lime on it. Yeah, That's not very nice. What, peel? <laughs> what do you mean shaved? It's like wood chip. Like lime Lime chip. wood chip. But... We do have to accept the competition is fierce, continued Sir James. Question for you, James. Have we heard mm. Sir James Godwin's voice before? Mm. And was it this? <laughs> it was this. It's, it's, it's become a mix of Clarence and Sir James. Oh. Which I enjoy. I enjoy when they uh, all roll into one. It'll be Bella in a sec. <laughs> Our opposition, especially Bish Hesterlung, based in East Berlin. Show us no mercy. Suddenly, at the mention of Bish, Bella coughed into her champagne flute. (laughs) Bella's like... (laughs) Subtle Bella. Bubbles popped out of her nose as as she tried to regain the poise she had so conspicuously lost. I don't put the words Bella and poise together, ever. Are you trying to suggest that Bella could be the special one? Because I've always thought she was quite special. I'm not <laughs> suggesting anything. He is throwing us, because last chapter he seemed to be suggesting it was Maeve, out of literally nowhere. Yeah. Chapter one, it seemed to be Giselle and Belinda both had kind of suspicions about them. Mm. Now the spotlight's on Bella coughing her tits up in the corner. There's no way that Bella is a spy. But also, like, if you were a spy, the smartest thing to do would be to be the least suspicious and act. But she's not inconspicuous. I was going to say, least suspicious, most conspicuous. Like, she draws so much attention because she's so (laughs) thick. It's a bold strategy, but I think it's one that could work. You don't think it's her? Because it's not her. Smarter by Bella, I retire now. I think it could be Bella. I actually think I am Team Bella with it. Yeah, I think I'm putting my flag in Bella. I'm not putting my flag oh, in Bella. Oh my Sorry. lord, that was a poor choice of phrase. You've been on that hen do far too long. No, I'm. I agree, Jamie. My biggest suspicion lies with Bella at the moment. Mm. Belinda threw her a suspicious side eye shadiness of the highest degree. <laughs> Why is Belinda suspicious? Has she been reading Belinda Blinked? Like, how does she even know about what's going on? But in it's the... like what we've discussed before, you know, in soap operas, when they hug and the baddie looks over that person's shoulder like, but that's always for the audience at home to yeah. see the look. Because why would you do the look just for yourself? Yeah. Why on earth is she suddenly suspicious of Bella? But maybe Belinda's the special one and she is suspicious of Bella having that reaction. Why? Because she knows she's the special one. But there might be more than one. Sorry, no, I can't cope with a double reveal. Like, it's bad enough what Rocky writes. Can we not confuse each other? We need to stick together, guys. We've got a mystery to solve. Like the famous five. The famous three. You're Fanny. Excuse me. The Thrilling Three. That could be us. Thrilling Three. Was Fanny a boy or a girl in The Famous Five? I don't think Fanny was in The Famous Five. Which one was Fanny in? The Secret Seven or whatever they Maybe, called it. I never read those ones. Well, they added a Fanny in for The there Secret was a, Seven. There was a dick and a Fanny. No. Yeah. 
It was George and Anne in The Famous Five. They were the girls. Why did they swap it from George and Anne to Dick and Fanny? Somebody was having a laugh. <laughs> Enid was on one. <laughs> Those were her drinking days. Blyton was on a bender. She's like, let's see what I can get away with. Uh, there is no Fanny in The Famous Five, but there is a Dick. And there was no Fanny in The Secret Seven either. Where was Fanny? James, I don't know why you're wanting a Fanny to be in the Enid Blyton bibliography, but... What books one. were you reading as a kid that had Dick and Fanny in? Well, clearly no Fanny, and look what happened. <laughs> this just shows you if you starve a child of Fanny in the early years. Uh, yes, there's a book called The Magic Faraway Tree by Enid Blyton. Right. It's the second book in the series of novels, The Faraway Tree, in which Joe, Bessie and Fanny... Later named Franny. <laughs> For good reason. <laughs> Public outcry. <laughs> oh, I have their cousin Dick over to stay with them. <laughs> James can't believe his luck. James, I think you're reading way too much into a children's book. What is Fanny? I'm just picturing James at the age of like nine, like, read the one where Dick comes again. <laughs> yeah. They then introduce him to Silky, Moonface and Saucepan Man. Oh, and all on. their other friends <laughs> in the magic faraway tree. Shut up. Yeah. Saucepan Man. Saucepan Man. Do you know what? It's so weird how it all links together in the end. This is where Rocky's got it from. This is where, what he was inspired by. I was thinking, suddenly Dad doesn't sound such a shit writer. Fanny Dick and Saucepan Man. That's essentially Belinda Blinks. <laughs> Those are our nicknames. I think we've got a real issue of plagiarism on our hands. The Blighton Estate is going to be hot on our heels. <laughs> there were loads of lands in the series. There's the lands of Topsy-Turvy, the land of spells, the land of do as you please. <laughs> Oh my God, that's certainly the land of Rocky Flintstone. He very much does as he pleases. The land of the old woman. The Duchess. That's the old woman who lives in a shoe. (laughs) The land of tempers. (laughs) In this land, everyone has a bad temper. Oh my God, I'd fit right in. Um, Are we just reading Enid Blyton now? We are, sorry. But what a fun game. Put that on the list for the next dinner party. (laughs) So Belinda threw her a suspicious side-eye shadiness of the highest degree. However... Our Oxybrillo range is performing magnificently. The room erupted in cheers. Pants, pants, pants. Oh, that, was that real? How's that written? H R R R M M M P H. Yeah, I think you've got that. Oh, very good. Very horsey. Ladies and gentlemen, please recharge your glasses. Do they say recharge? It's usually no, just charge. charge. You don't plug them in. Please get batteries full on your glasses. The bride, the groom. And who else? That was it. The bride, the, bride, the, groom. the groom, and that's it. Cheers. To the bride, the groom. The skillet table. <laughs> Hang on, have they named different tables after different types of pots and pans? Well, that's the custom at a wedding, isn't it? Is it? Not pots and pans, but you name tables after different things. Yeah, after like something that means a lot to you. Do you? Yeah. yeah. Like for you, it would be like members of boy bands or what? <laughs> <laughs> Mine would be people I've dated. <laughs> people that are close to my heart, though don't want to be close to my heart. <laughs> um, so there'll be a skillet table, there'll be a wok table, mm. there'll be a, what was the one earlier? A brazier pan. A brazier pan oh, table. Right. Yeah. Oh, that's quite cool. I've literally never heard of that. So the skillet table toasted the happy couple and chatted about the economic situation in general. <laughs> Oh my God, those mad skillet crew. (laughs) Yeah, what a boring table. There'll be two school friends on that table like, fuck me, (laughs) this is going to be a long night. Everyone agreed that the larger economies were tightening up, much like Bella's vagina, Grigor thought wistfully. I have no time for him. Over on the casserole pot table. (laughs) (laughs) That's clunky, but they are. They're very, very heavy dishes. (laughs) They are. Dr. Oh. Don't tell me Dr. fucking Robbins. Why is Dr. Robbins there? Dr. Robbins and oh, Helga oh 
now seemingly an item. No. They were at the time, weren't they? Oh, no, she just lived in his cu- She just cupboard. lived in the cupboard, yeah. I think they had sex, though, didn't they? Doesn't mean anything in this. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Probably a first day. We're deep in conversation with the Rouses. Oh, the Rouses are there too. I thought the Rouses would be there. Finally, they get a mention. Belinda kept hearing strange Dutch phrases wafting across the room. Wafting? I'm sure she was just saying it. She wasn't wafting them at you. Or just people talking in a different language, not strange yeah. Dutch phrases. <laughs> <laughs> this is a paid advertisement from BetterHelp. Alice, what's the first thing you'd do if you had an extra hour in your day? I think I'm supposed to answer seeing you guys. Actually, that's not <laughs> far from the truth. I would just see people more because I feel like particularly we live in a busy city. Friends live scattered all over the place. I do sometimes think in busy work times, I miss people and I feel like I don't see enough of people. And it always is such a kind of glass topper upper when I get to see somebody. Yeah, totally. It can be really hard to find the time, especially like with work and everything else going on. But sometimes the best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to figure out what's important to you and make it a priority. Yeah, but that can be easier said than done sometimes. Yeah, but therapy can help you identify that and find ways to incorporate it more into your daily routine. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, why not give BetterHelp a try? It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Visit betterhelp.com slash mydad today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash mydad. It wasn't long before Belinda had managed to get a jive with Dr. Robbins on the cards. (laughs) I love it when we travel back in time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The Charleston was fantastic <laughs> with the good doctor. Have you ever seen someone jive? They're so fucking smug. Oh, oh. Swing, oh. swing dancers. Yeah, smug. You wouldn't think it, but they have an aggressive swagger. Well, we've all seen West Side Story. I mean, don't. It's when they bend down and click. Don't kneel and click. Oh, yeah, their face is saying like, I know what I'm doing and you're impressed. <laughs> <laughs> and neither's true. Can you imagine if the vast majority of the people that listen to this podcast are swing dancers and we just lost it in one fell swoop? Can I just say to the people that do swing dance, I stand by all our comments. <laughs> Can you tone down the smoke? Thank you. It wasn't long before Belinda had managed to get a jive with Dr. Robbins on the cards. Well, Belinda was dancing. Dr. Robbins was just slowly gyrating from leg to leg to leg. How many legs has he got? (laughs) With a delicate little hop thrown in every few seconds. I love this world we live in, (laughs) Dr. Robbins said in a voice. (laughs) Dr. Robbins said in a voice, quickly rising to falsetto level. I love this world we live in! (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, you've just reminded me of a story. It sounds like coming by the way a friend of mine once went on a date with a guy first date and ended up going back to his and they had sex when he came he shouted i can see into the future shut up this isn't true <laughs> it's true it's one of my favorite stories i can see into the future and could he well i don't think they had a second date so i assumed that he wouldn't see her again <laughs> i see the other side of your front door and me standing holding my clothes. I love this world we live in! <laughs> <laughs> he said in a voice quickly rising to falsetto level. Belinda winced. 
she couldn't help but laugh. <laughs> I mean, the man, if he was a man, was surely nuts. He's just trying to be positive, Belinda. Chill out. He's just trying to, like, there's so much negativity in the world at the moment. He's just trying to inject a bit of joy. Yeah, he loves the world he lives in. And Belinda's very judgmental, I think. But just then, the beautiful Helga grabbed her arm. I think that's a bit of a paradox, isn't it? Beautiful Helga. Beautiful Helga. Oh. Well, she's not beautiful, is she? She's warm. You could say the warm Helga. Yeah. She's plain. The lovely Helga. The plain, yeah, plain, probably, yeah. <laughs> the, the unmemorable Helga. Yeah. The yeah. matronly the Helga. The n- neutral Helga. Belinda! Oh. Helga shouted at her. Oh. I need to talk to you urgently. Oh, my God. <laughs> she's been on her travels. My voice. It's gone really well. Help. I need to talk to you immediately. I think something's happening within my brain. That's what Dutch people sound like. Are you insane? I was partying with Dutch people at the weekend, actually, in Barcelona. And, yeah, they all spoke a little bit like that. I beg to differ. I was drunk, so maybe I've misremembered it. But I was very confident at the time. Were some of them from Singapore? (laughs) Well, let's try Dutch again from the top. Well, yeah, good. I need to talk to you urgently. (laughs) A bit better, yeah. Of course, Helga. Ladies' toilets? The cubicles. Cubicle confessions. It Cubicle was the toilets. Cubicle confessions. With Belinda and Helga. <laughs> oh my God, it's like Sweet Valley High. <laughs> Luckily, Helga understood the word toilet. <laughs> she knows toilet, swimming pool and cafe. Isn't English is like basically a first language there? <laughs> Luckily, Helga understood the word toilet as it was pretty similar to the Dutch word, which was also toilet. <laughs> Similar. The same. Pretty similar to the identical word. The girls left the good doctor rocking from foot to foot, nodding his head incessantly to a tune only he could imagine or hear. (laughs) Wouldn't you presume that he was dancing out of tune to the music you could hear rather than in tune to music only he can hear in his head? (laughs) He just doesn't have any rhythm, the poor boy. (laughs) He must be listening to his own song in his head. In the outer WCs... (laughs) The delicious Helga... She's gone through a fucking ugly duckling to swan transformation, yeah. hasn't she? Pulled Belinda into... The cubicle. The cubicles. A cubicle. A cubicle, okay. yeah, I'd hope so. It was larger than average, with very pretty tiled cornicing around the edge. Oh, details. Don't care. It was pink. Don't care. One of Belinda's new fave colours. Don't care. <laughs> <laughs> it's a triple don't care, I'm really excited. Helga slammed the door shut. Closed. <laughs> So it's fully shut closed. It is shut closed, guys. Okay, it's locked. Shut, shut closed, closed locked. locked. <laughs> Make sure it's shut closed locked, yeah? Double padlock it. <laughs> oh, God, she's still in there, isn't oh, she? She's still trying. <laughs> Fucking hell, she's been there for weeks. <laughs> she's shut locked, padlocked, or whatever it's called. What oh, is it? She'll be eating her own arm. She is literally rifling through the bins. Oh, my God. Eating cat food, isn't she? Strip me, Belinda. Fuck me, Belinda. Everything is not as it seems, Belinda. <laughs> Why is she doing the chorus every time? Sing it if you know it. (laughs) Maybe this is the song that Dr. Robbins is dancing to. (laughs) Belinda pulled the fabulous fleece cocktail dress. (laughs) It's warm and it's sexy. It's functional and fashionable. (laughs) Oh my God, she could climb Snowden in it, but also go to a gala after. Fantastic. Belinda pulled the fabulous fleece cocktail dress from Helga's willing body. Helga lost no time in pushing her hot crotch into Belinda's cool thigh. Steam just rising from Belinda's thigh. <laughs> yeah. She, like, brandished her with her vagina. Mm. She's got a big Helga vagina mark on her thigh. A powerful spark jumped between them. Ooh, said Belinda. 
Ah, replied Helga. <laughs> Helga quickly stripped the white designer sheet off Belinda, who underneath was already totally naked. We know that, because yeah. that's all she had on. All she was wearing was a tablecloth. And found her mouth with her tongue. Slowly, slowly, ever so slowly. How slowly, though, because we've got places to be. <laughs> Helga brought the pulsating Belinda under her Dutchland spell. Her Dutchland, Dutchland spell. Not, not a thing. Also, I thought she had something to tell her. Helga's licking utensil, <laughs> her tongue, started to massage her juddering clitoris intensely. Oh, God. Suddenly, she stopped dead. Oh. <clears throat> Belinda. Hmm? Belinda. Yes, hmm? what? Listen to me. We're listening, yeah. Helga gasped in fluent English with the hint of yank. Hint of yank? Oh, someone got it wrong. Oh, God, here we go. I'm really sorry, but I have to give you this bad news. <gasps> now she's Siri. <laughs> Helga squeezed Belinda's tits against her head. So Helga's downstairs and like smashing downstairs. Belinda's boobs on her head. I think that's like middle level, actually. Yeah, it's a floor two. Helga squeezed Belinda's tits against her head, creating a breast face sandwich. A breast face sandwich? <laughs> that is my favourite sandwich at Subway. <laughs> I'll have the breast face sandwich, thank you. No gherkins. So yeah, she's got the two breasts are kind of pushed against Oh no, I can imagine it, but it's actually really making me want a sandwich. (laughs) A breast face sandwich. Well, I mean, that's not my go-to, but... um, So what is that on the Italian meat one? That's on hearty Italian. (laughs) With the Southwest sauce. Are we putting that in the cookery? Southwest sauce! There's definitely a Southwest sauce going on there. (laughs) She continued her sexual advance with aplomb. In fact... She was unstoppable. I thought she just stopped. She's not unstoppable. She literally just stopped dead. Oh, yeah. Unstoppable. <laughs> literally in the midst of stopping. In fact, she was unstoppable. Woman and machine combined into the most potent adversary. What is she? She's AI. She's full AI. <laughs> She's not a robot. Belinda had ever encountered. Ex machina. That's what she is. What does that mean? Woman and machine. What was the tongue licking machine called? <laughs> licking utensil. A licking utensil. But maybe it's automatic. Maybe she's got like, if you imagine one of those hand whisks, but maybe that with like a, <laughs> with like a tongue on the end. So maybe she is part machine. I think it's just like she's got the kind of efficiency of a machine. Of a robot. Oh yeah, sexy. I don't think she's a droid. Oh right. Belinda sucked in all the air. Oh. <laughs> killing everybody around her. Helga stopped again. It is really important that you can't tell a soul. I'm sorry. I can't help <laughs> you with that inquiry. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, my God, she is serious. The weather in Jakarta is 23 degrees. No. no I don't understand the question. Ask again later. I'm sorry. I don't seem to have the data to support that inquiry. It's really important that you can't tell a soul. <laughs> not a man. Not a woman. Yes, a soul. Not even your pet parrot. Dead. How does she know about the pet parrot? She's Siri. She knows everything. Oh, yeah, fair point. Belinda... Couldn't believe her ears. How did Helga know about Chi-Chi? There we go. Chi-Chi! Chi-Chi the parrot! Chi-Chi is James's word for diarrhoea. <laughs> Chi-Chi the dead parrot. Chi-Chi is our word for diarrhoea. Yeah, she-she, generally pronounced. You, you've got the she-she's. Yeah. Mm. God, it's going to take on a whole new meaning now. <laughs> Chi-Chi the parrot. How did Helga know about Chi-Chi? It made no sense. Helga whisked Belinda's clit 
with her right-handed forefinger. Which is a whisk, I presume, then. <laughs> she is a machine. Whisked it? I think that she's got a whisk attachment. She's like made it into a meringue. <laughs> Don't over-whisk it, though. Oh. It'll get very, very tough, and then there's no way that you'll get proper meringues. Really? I, can, I cannot stress that enough. Do not over-whisk your clit. Do not over-whisk your clit. <laughs> Belinda swooned and lost all feeling between her calves and toes. Well, you would. Someone's whisking your under-region. Mm. Under-region? <laughs> Lower region? Where have you put it? Basement car park? Where did you decide it was? She collapsed, but Helga mercifully managed to catch her just before her head hit the pink ceramic toilet system. Oh, God. Oh, it's a pink sweep. Mm. Oh, nice. That's actually quite in now. Can we not talk about the fact that Belinda just fainted with pleasure? <laughs> You're bothered about the fucking decor. Helga spoke directly into Belinda. Into her. Into her vagina. You're the only one I can trust with this information. Just tell us what it is. Don't tell your parrot, don't tell the next one over we know. Do you get it? Yes. Tell me you get it. (laughs) We get it. We get it. But Belinda didn't get it. No, she did. (laughs) Helga, once more, up the sexual pressure cooker of lust. What's she making? A stew? I've seen a sexual pressure cooker of lust in John Lewis. Have you? They're very expensive. (laughs) Lovely finish. At long last, both girls could no longer deny the nature, and they orgasmed in a series of ear-splitting screams, which must have reached the boogieing next door. (laughs) The bop. (laughs) The bop. The jive. (laughs) Right, listen carefully, Helga panted, looking around the locked, empty cubicle for nosy parkers. <laughs> are they a couple? The nosy parkers are here and they'd like to give you their best? Helga pushed the chrome handle down, causing the rhapsodic flush to fill the room with a loud tinkling water noise. Oh, she's using it to, like, block out what she's oh, about mask to say. It. Helga said something. But Belinda didn't catch it. Oh, for- <laughs> Sorry, the toilet was flushing. Are what was you that? shitting me? The flush was oh too loud. Oh my god, no flush is too loud to hear somebody talking right next to you. For her sensitive little ears. No. Belinda shook her head whilst Helga fumed. What if she's telling her who the special one is? Oh god! <laughs> <laughs> it's spelled G A D. Oh, okay. God. Oh god! Listen! <laughs> Where the fuck is she from? <laughs> I would absolutely reboot this Honestly, home yeah. assistant. <laughs> I'm F B I. Whispered Helga. <gasps> Belinda blinked. What the fuck? Why is she FBI? Oh my god. What do you mean FBI? Belinda stopped in mid motion. What motion is she in? <laughs> She was stopped. They were just she's listening. doing the locomotion. It's just started in the she's disco. at a wedding. She'd heard the boogieing next door. She's doing a one-person conga line. Had she understood correctly? She knew Helga wasn't the best English speaker in Holland, but FBI? Was she doing it like the YMCA at a wedding? Because actually she could have translated it <laughs> yeah, on the dance floor and nobody would have known. I'm FBI. <laughs> da, 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 da. Um, Everyone's yeah. like, God, Helga's so shit at YMCA, but she's actually like, watch me carefully. I'm going to tell you everything you need to know. I just, I always thought that the FBI had bigger fish to fry than actual frying pans. <laughs> Helga made a strange burbling noise. <laughs> as Belinda found her clit with her tongue. Don't you want to know what yeah, she's I talking know, exactly. about? Exactly. FBI or not, Belinda would do S P and P justice 
when it came to a sexual interrogation. SP and... Oh, steals pots and pounds. Steals pots and pounds. You don't have to start... Abbrevi- <laughs> Once you hear the term FBI, you don't have to start abbreviating everything else. TTMV. Tits, touch and vagina. Should we be doing everything as acronyms now? Belinda, stop. Stop. I'm serious. Oh, wow. She's really embraced being American now that she said she's in the FBI. <laughs> listen to me and listen good. I've only got a few minutes left here. Why? She- <laughs> Battery's running out. Before the good doctor misses me. Helga passed on her information. An American citizen of Dutch extract, she'd moved back to Holland five years ago. Let her tell us. Don't you tell us, Rocky. Let her tell us. (laughs) With a primary mission of protecting American corporations from Russian industrial espionage activities. She'd been working for the FBI Amsterdam offices all that time, and her deep cover was her day job with Dr. Robbins. What on earth? What a waste of fucking resources. Yeah, very deep cover. So much so that she's deeply covered in fabric at all times. And in a cupboard. And in a cupboard. She's She's literally in a cupboard. (laughs) She's in the closet. She's in a closet. She took deep cover really seriously and really literally. Take deep cover. So she's actually tunnelled into the fabric of the building. (laughs) She's hidden under loads of file effects. Can you imagine when they handed her her file about her next mission? She was like... A cupboard. But hang on. Also, isn't the FBI for domestic stuff in America? It's the CIA who's the yeah, they don't international have a agency. Yeah. Hang on. So she's an FBI agent in the FBI Amsterdam office, which we <laughs> can't confirm is real or which not. I don't think they have one. Cause you're you're it's right. It's the, federal FBI. Yeah. And the whole thing of her being with Dr. Robbins is a total cover. That's a cover for her investigation into what we don't know. I'm sorry, Belinda. I didn't want to get you involved, but. I found some information concerning steels, pots and pans. Oh. An FBI agent would not share their findings with some random civilian just because she works in pots and pans. You're the only one I trust. You've all been compromised. The blueprints and manufacturing plans for your new range of trioxybrillo products are under threat. Oh my God. There is a mole in your company. <gasps> I'm so sorry, but that's all I know. Oh. This message will self-destruct in five, four, three, two, one. Alice, can you get involved with the story here, please? We've finally got some. I don't, I don't really understand. Belinda blinked. Oh, my God. Well, obviously it's a big deal because you're really stressed. You're tearing your hair out. So Belinda now knows there's a special one. She still might be the special one. And now she knows that people are onto her. She could try and cover it up. So Helga might have blown her progress in the operation by saying to Belinda that she knows it. I mean, yeah, we don't really know what Helga's operation is, but yes. So now Belinda's either is the special one has got to cover up or is going to try and figure out who the fucking special one and won't trust anybody. So Belinda blinked. A mole in steel's pots and pans. What was she to do? Get it checked. (laughs) (laughs) Has it increased in size? If it's just appeared, then it's probably cancerous. Who on ever in this world could it be? (laughs) Who on ever in this world could it ever be is exactly what I was thinking. (laughs) Who on ever on this world could it be? Giselle? Impossible. No. Bella? Impossible. (laughs) Jim Thompson? Not in a month of Tuesdays. (laughs) Jim Thompson? Who? (laughs) One thing was for certain. Steel's pots and pans was not going to fall on her watch. <laughs> dun, oh dun, dun. And that is the end of the chapter. Oh, 
my god. Why is it a drama now? I love it. I'm I'm so in. Mm. So does that rule Belinda out as the special one? I don't think it does. I don't know. Well, no, it doesn't, does it? She didn't seem that surprised, did she? Well, no, but she was saying that Steele's pots and pans wasn't going to fall on her watch. Oh, that's true. Oh, okay. So, yeah, if we're kind of in her head, then... Should we rule Belinda out? I don't know, though. I don't understand what the whole point is. I'm just, I'm, I know you're really excited, but I'm finding it really hard to find what the whole point is. It's really hard to talk to you when you've got no grasp of the plot. No, honestly, I don't understand why the FBI would care. Well, no, the, uh, the FBI wouldn't care. I mean, that's obviously ridiculous. But in Rocky's head, he's like, who does investigating for things? <laughs> All he can think of is the FBI. Who's bigger than the police? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's really like become a Bond novel now. You've got FBI agents. Spies. We, you always said that he would go down that route. Yeah, well, you this thought is what that's I thought what he, he would write. Precisely. Oh, brilliant. I personally really like a thriller. Oh. So I am quite excited that that potentially this tension will ramp up. So what's the next chapter called? The next chapter is called Zachariah's Magic Wand. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's not. Oh, Rocky, I could kiss you, honestly. You lunatic, beautiful idiot. You beautiful psychopath. I mean, this is going to throw the conversation wide open. Who is what? What's going on? Who's playing who? Get in touch. We want to hear your thoughts. Well, you can find us on Twitter at Dad Wrote a Porno. You can find us on Instagram at My Dad Wrote a. You could send us maybe an email with some longer thoughts. Oh, yes, please. My Dad Wrote a Porno at gmail.com. You can subscribe to us on the ACAST app. Yes, and we're on Facebook, obviously. And if you want to keep up to date with everything My Dad Wrote a Porno, including Helga's FBI case files, <laughs> director inbox. No, that is a joke. That's not coming. They're classified, James. <laughs> that's true. That's true. But yeah, if you want to keep up with everything porno, then you can sign up to our mailing list, which is at mydadwriterporno.com. Right, we'll see you next week. Yeah. As Dr. Robbins would say, I love the world we live in! (laughs) (laughs) When your skin feels nourished and glows, you radiate confidence. Osea makes giving your skin a glow up easy with their clean, clinically proven Mega Moisture Duo. This seaweed-powered duo features two of Osea's bestsellers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion. Glow from the inside out. Get 10% off your first order with code GLOW at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A-Malibu.com, code GLOW.